This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash watch out for fireballs. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey there, Waffles. This is Cole here with an announcement before we get into the extra sode proper. Um, actually, it's one or two announcements, but I'll try and make them quick. As you've heard us talk about um, on the show here recently, we've added a couple of new shows to the network. Uh, one of them is called The Pitch that is released on Wednesdays. It's something that uh, uh, Gary does with his friend Brayton. It is really funny, and you should check it out. Um, this week's episode uh, kind of takes a jab at things that I like, which are product- productivity systems, but, uh, you know, who knows? I, I can forgive that. Most pertinently to this show, um, I do another program called The Level, which is a modern video games talk show. And this week's episode, which will come out uh, on Friday, as the show tends to do, uh, features Gary. He actually uh, subs in as one of the as one of the hosts. So if you like uh, this conversation, you can see what happens uh, when worlds collide, um, as it were. And uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. It's kind of long, um, but if you're listening to this stuff, you like long things. So hey, why not? Yeah, so the first part of this episode is going to be pretty uh, standard, you know, things like that. Uh, at around, mm, let's say, like the half hour mark, uh, <laughs> we start talking about Dark Souls for like a really, really long time. Um, and because I, I don't know if I've put out this deep a discussion about it, I, I, I'm kind of interested in keeping it here for posterity. Um, and it also serves as a buffer for uh, kind of the big thing that I don't want anybody to hear, which is the uh, Walking Dead spoilers. So if you if you have played The Walking Dead through to completion and you're not worried about having anything spoiled, you can hear us discuss that for about the last 10 minutes or so at the end of this episode. If you haven't, listen for the sirens because uh, that will warn you to uh, to, to to go away, uh, buy that game, play it through to completion, and listen to what we have to say. Uh, we'll probably talk about it more in an official capacity later. Uh, but even if, even if we don't, this you know we talk about the wrapping up of the series uh, with episode five here. So yeah, uh, enjoy the extra episode. It's pretty funny, and uh, we hope that you uh, are eagerly anticipating the uh, second part of the Fallout episode, which will be coming out uh, next week. So yeah. Thanks so much for listening. It's never happened before. I usually, you know, welcome that as like a relaxing point of the day. Like I'll sit yeah. there and read for a little bit or something. It's, but it, it's it's the it's it's the five minutes of the day where you are beyond reproach. You know, I'm, I'm getting a little done with it. So <laughs> I am so I am so over this pooping action. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. My, I don't know if I ever told you this before, but when I was in um, we went on tour in Indiana. Um, Indiana is a real uh, scum pit. If, if you are familiar, I've been there and, once on a whitewater rafting trip, even though I literally live 10 minutes away from it. Yeah. I, I'm sure the whitewater rafting was probably fine. Yeah. And then like uh, Bloomington, Indiana is pretty nice, but Northern Indiana is real gross. And, uh, I was like, fuck this, fuck this state. And I was, you know, a younger, more belligerent man. So I was like, well, I'm in Indiana. I'm not pissing any toilets. Um, I'm, you know, so, so I, I'm all the bathroom. Weird like stand a, to take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was 20, 23 or something like that. It was a real weirdo at the time, which I guess saying that to you means less because like, you're only no, 25. I, I, was a, I was a weirdo in 23. Yeah, but it was so, I mean, you know, this is not, it's pretty, fairly recent for you. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, so I was just kind of, and I was, you know, I said it to like amuse like the people I was with and everything. So when we stopped at gas stations and everything, I did a lot of pissing in garbage cans and sinks and stuff. And the, uh, the one plants. time I had, 
had to take a shit, but I was like, how far do I take this? Like, do I shit in the garbage can? Like, who loses there? Me. Because um, it's already thrown away. And, and you know, I, it'll be uncomfortable for me. So I took a regular shit, but then in my I, I wrote on the wall, I had a Sharpie. And uh, what I wrote on the wall was, tired of shitting? Call. And then I took a, a number from a, a, like, pizza place or some restaurant that was advertised on the wall. Okay. So and that, that's 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 the end of that story. There's nothing more to it. But I, really, I was just thinking about the kind of people who are going to call that, or going to be like, you know what? I am tired of shitting. Like that is a problem. I'm glad somebody's finally solved. <laughs> yeah. And let me turn off my heater real quick. There's no point in having extra noise if I'm just listening. In. I can I can cut your track if you if if. Oh maybe. okay. Yeah, it is freezing here. So yeah. I keep meaning to uninstall my air conditioner, but all the online things that tell you how to do it keep talking about manslaughter. <laughs> so I've been waiting until I have help. Like I don't want to drop it on a person in the bank parking lot. Right. Outside my apartment. So like my, you know, Portland is fairly chilly right now. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it being late November, but uh, yeah, I have like very little insulation because of that. Yeah. So. You don't want to slaughter a man. No, no. I, like I was just thinking about that. Like if I got arrested for manslaughter, what a weird turn that would be for my life. <laughs> like, can you imagine like, you know, explaining, like doing the podcast and I'd be like, yeah, Gary got arrested for manslaughter for dropping <laughs> air conditioner on like a little boy it would be, be really strange like i just like and then i would spend a couple years in prison like i was just thinking about that i'd get out and i don't know <laughs> like really trying weird. to rebuild your life <laughs> yeah it'd be really 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 weird like it's oh wow in prison i thought about that before too like my upbringing like how weird it is that i'm not in prison yeah like statistically like i'm fairly certain i should be in prison mm-hmm. You know, and it's just I, I think about prison a lot for some some reason. Like I don't think I'm that likely to be there. But every here's the here's the thing. Like like my entire family is in law enforcement. Mm. Um, oh, but, yeah. yeah. But uh, most of my family friends who who also work in law enforcement, their kids have either died of overdoses or are in prison themselves. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. it's like demographically by the circles that 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 like we're in. You know, like my my family and that upbringing, I should probably be in more trouble than I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, you and Chris made it out. Yeah. Yes, and speaking of old video games, this day. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> this day Mark, we are <laughs> on this, this day, day in history. On this day, okay. Um, can 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 we get this out of the way? New Vegas better than three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no question. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I love new Vegas. Like I thought new Vegas was, was absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, my favorite game of the year, the year it came out. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just wanted to alienate as many people as possible at the outset to let people know what I, they were in for. <laughs> I don't know if that alienates people. I mean, some people, you know, get kind of, uh, frustrated with the bugs in new Vegas and it's a, it's a little, little buggier. It has a little bit like the Troika effect yeah. going on, but, uh, you know, I think that universally people like the way that it handles the scenarios and, and good God, like the NPCs mm-hmm. in it. You know, uh, it's kind of a direct like there's a there's definitely a link between Fallout 1 and 3 and Fallout 2 in New Vegas. Right. Um, in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. which, which we'll talk about a little bit, I think. Cool. I want to I want to make an animated gift for the Facebook uh, 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 group. Uh, mm-hmm. that's a, a, a rad scorpion. You know how, you know how an essay there, are those gifts where the, where the, uh, uh, sunglasses drop down and that says deal with it. Yeah. The sunglasses drop down oh. and the rad scorpion <laughs> says deal with it. I'm a rad scorpion. You know, I, I do it. That's I, I, I like that. <laughs> it's a shame that, uh, the stand up comedian exists in the second one because 
that's got some some wonderful material on rad scorpions and that exact time. Did you ever like you played the second Fallout, right? No, no. Like I my 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 sole exposure to the series has been 3 and New Vegas. The uh, in the second one in New Reno, um there's like a lounge act comedian that sits there and does like fully, you know, 15 minutes of material about the Fallout universe. <laughs> and it's amazing. And like one of the one of the things is like you're just watching his little floating text, he's like Rad Scorpions. What's so rad about him? Am I right? And then all these little floating texts appear in the audience are just like, boo. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. Fallout, Fallout 2 is, is must play. Like it yeah. is it is probably a better game than Fallout 1. Mm-hmm. It hurts me to say it. But it, it's and it's it was it is too big for us to do in the show. Like there's so much that happens in that. But the, the amount of like little detail stuff like that is just incredible. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely intend to go into it. I own it, like I've got it. I bought it on GOG when it was on sale. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't run on Mac, which is a bummer for me. But, yeah, uh, you know that's just because I'm me. Yeah, Ian is going to. <laughs> he looks like uh, Lorenzo Lamas in Renegade. If you've ever seen that show, he totally looks like it. He was like reused from a canceled Renegade video game. Yeah. Um, and that show used to be on before Highlander, and, and uh, I used to watch that on uh, WGN in <laughs> Illinois. Um, he he my, looks just, just looks like just like Renegade. It's, it's funny you mentioned Highlander uh, for for my for my post production class uh, mm-hmm. where, where I learned Avid, uh, the, the video editing software. One of our assignments, like like the curriculum was so old and just things, you know things like that, we learned Avid by recutting um, or not or not by recutting, but by taking principal photography from an episode of Highlander. And, oh, hey. uh, and, 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 you know, looking at the script and having all of their assets basically and cutting together the scene. Um, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. It was, it was the one with the vampire actually. So oh, yeah, the yeah. old Highlander TV show impeccable. Okay. I'm back. All right. Two of the best things about winter beverages, the, uh, the, the, the seasonal beers tend to be the best in winter, at least as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned and everything is cranberry flavored. So I love cranberry. So fucking good. Do you remember the uh, holiday spice Pepsi? No. It was a limited edition Pepsi that had like, you know, holiday spices in it. I know that seems, sounds obvious to what it is, but just think about that for a second. Yeah. Um, if you added rum to that, that would make the most <laughs> incredible drink. Oh, like man, that dark rum delicious. and holiday, holiday spice Pepsi was so good. <laughs> the rum is already kind of holiday spice. Yeah. You know, as is. Um, God, do I miss it. So tasty. <laughs> I suppose, I, like, you could probably approximate that with something or other. There's probably some kind of additive you can get. Like nutmeg? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah a bunch of nutmeg in your Pepsi? <laughs> yeah. Pepsi nutmeg? Yeah, Pepsi, Pepsi nutmeg. It'll make you hallucinate and also get really, really sick. <laughs> yeah. My favorite episode of the pitch that we recorded, which won't come out for, like, six weeks, yeah. but is for a product called Pepsi Excuse Me, which is uh, Pepsi that politely announces when you brought it into the room. Uh-huh. Um, that it was designed <laughs> d- designed to compete with. Uh, uh, at first, I was you know because we just make that show up as we go along, um, and I, I said it was designed to compete with uh, Coke Fuck You, which announces rudely when it comes to the room, but then later amended it to compete with uh, Ku Klux Coke, which racistly announces when it enters the room. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I can't. This is the best one so far, I think. I, I'm so, I'm so excited. I, I haven't listened to the to, to the second episode yet, but I'm so happy I get to listen to those before they come out. 
Yeah, yeah. It's I'm really pretty happy with it. I hope it, it finds an audience because it's 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 really fun to do and they've they've all come together really well. Yeah. Like setting up the, the limitations for that and setting up the time limit and everything. Mm-hmm. And just kind of back and forthing, like both of us coming up with something and then just kind of running it by each other has been has worked out really well. Like I've got we've got this email thread that's just these one little word or like one sentence things where I'm like you know, his and her smoke detectors or like, you know, uh, butter, you know, butter knife set with one big knife and one small knife, like samurai sword. Like, <laughs> it's like that where we just, you know, there's, we need to figure out or like, uh, God, we, uh, uh, we, all these ones that we didn't do anything with cause we need to either figure out more or they're not going to work. Like, uh, uh, given be gone, what? which is for Gibbons be gone, or Gibbon be gone, which deals with Gibbons or Lisa Gibbons. Um, and then uh, Josh Grobanzo beans, which I don't know where that is. <laughs> like, there's nothing to it other than just like a dumb pun. Yeah. But um, that is an that is an incredible amount of tape. Yes, it is. Um, it is. It is sold on a on I believe a 14 CD kit. Um, wow. Yeah. It's a uh, no, no. It's not not even 14. I, I read the Howard Hughes read quote unquote the Howard Hughes biography, and that was 15 uh, discs. Uh, when I when I when I listened to it because I was a I was a cretin I didn't know about Audible at the time, uh, yeah. but uh, but that like that is even shorter. So this is forty seven hours. Like that was that's like a thirty CD set. If you were to take thumb drives and fill up Stephen King's The Stand from Audible dot com, they would stretch from here to the moon. <laughs> exactly. It would be a modern Tower of Babel that God would have to strike down <laughs> and put every thumb drive encoded into a different codec. Yeah. So, so that they could not communicate to each other and you would not know this wonderful story that both the, the cool loves and also is related to to fallout yes i like maybe it. that would be a good way for me to digest that because even though it is 47 and a half hours which is uh, a crazy undertaking yeah like it might be something where you know and we've, we've talked about this on mike where like stephen king is somebody where like every time i read a synopsis of one of his things it sounds like the coolest thing in the world but the actual reading of the fiction leaves me really cold. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this would be a good way to kind of like relax my mind and just kind of take it in without, you know, being bothered by the things that usually bother me. Yes. Um, I, I haven't listened to this audiobook treatment of it. There are tons of characters in it, and most of them are really good, um, mm-hmm. really well realized. Um, at the very least, I like uh, just, yeah, there, there, there are tons of them that are, that are really good. There is some of the usual Stephen King bullshit. Like, uh, I think there's not just one, but two, two mentally challenged people who happen to be really uh, important to the plot. Um, how, how many conversations take place in old timey general stores? None. Okay, like, well, that's good. That's a plus. Like, like, um, if if, if that happens, like, it, it's it starts out like like the like the like the instigating, uh, thing like where this all takes like where where it starts like is the main character or one of the main characters, uh, the Aragorn of the story, uh, because mm-hmm. it's basically Lord of the Rings. Um, he's like sitting in a gas station with a bunch of his good old boy friends, mm-hmm. um, and like that quickly ends. And okay. it becomes like any other time that they're in old timey general stores, they are like scraping for food in order to survive. Well, that that sounds sounds excellent. The, you can you can put this in in Dax episode stuff because it's now it not only is it me criticizing the book that you recommended that we want people to <laughs> to get, but also maybe not Jermaine. But I, I'm sure I've told you this before. Like the the uh, the thing my dad told me about the stand that made me not want to read it when I was younger. I think maybe you have, but I blocked it out. <laughs> 
And I mean, <laughs> as well, you should. And it's not necessarily defensible, like, but it just it has something to do with my, you know, the things I like in writing versus the things I don't. But my dad was trying to get me to read The Stand, which makes sense. Like, I liked Pulp Fiction and and uh, you know, monsters and all this stuff. Or not The Stand, uh, the uh, the Dark Tower is what okay. I mean. And he he showed me like a passage where he's like he can spend seven pages describing a hotel room, and then by the end you really know that hotel room. Yeah, and I was shit, like, that, why that, why would I ever want to do that, Dad? That shit like, doesn't happen. It, it really doesn't. The uh, well, he showed me like some of it, and I did look through. Like I was like, he is describing a hotel room here. Like the uh, that happens a lot in this writing class where like someone just feels the need to like paint an overly detailed picture of things that I already you can do more kind of a shorthand. Yeah. for and i think it's just a lot stronger for it and mm-hmm. that's been a thing with like the stephen king i've read where you know i know what these things look like yeah i'm not saying you can't describe it at all but like significant detail you know like yeah. choose the stuff that needs to be there that's important if it doesn't advance character or plot it doesn't need to be there hmm. and that includes setting like setting needs to reflect character or jettison it yeah get it out um, of there and he never does that like it just it always drives me fucking nuts see, and 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 that's that that's so weird because that's not something that i notice if it's if it's there i don't see it i tend to be like you know i'm i'm always really critical of things that are way too long or way too just get the fuck on with it but mm-hmm. but is you know just like i don't see it in and 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 the stuff that i've read i may be reading the wrong books of his but or, uh, i mean the right books actually yeah i, I guess know, and i'm reading mean, books of his and that i mean that can totally be true and like i said i like that guy's ideas enough to where like at some point i'm gonna power through you know the hump on one of them and then probably really like it and and read a bunch of it because yeah. the ideas are great and like i you know i like that stuff and he he comes up with stories i like but i just i don't man i just i feel like that overly descriptive nature of some of this stuff just uh is, is an anthema to me if if yeah. if you want a very low calorie way to get into him, um, I can't recommend the Gunslinger enough um, mm-hmm. because it's very short. I think it's like two hundred and eighty pages, um, and it's 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 a very self contained story that like hints at a lot of the really cool stuff that happens in the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's like an awesome non linear narrative that uh, you know just kind of explores a couple of characters and uh really kind of establishes what this setting is like it it's, might, it's very much fallouty actually it yeah. might be i might need to just get into his like off-world stuff because a lot of the the tropes that have annoyed me have had to do with like his kind of like new england yeah yeah you know, based stuff like his his weird affection for new england that he well, has <laughs> bit being that's where he lives <laughs> yeah 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 but I, I just don't i don't find it that as interesting as he does yeah you know, as a, as a location. Yeah. The, uh, like it's, it's, it's neat. Like, you know, that, that eventually becomes a factor in the dark tower, but it becomes that in a very self-conscious way Mm. that like, like, like to where you don't spend a lot of time there. Um, and when you do spend time there, it's in this weird kind of self-referential God, I'm making it sound like the worst thing ever, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've established that I like metafiction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I, and I've heard people say that, that like people, it's probably at least a little bit similar to metal gear solid two and four, where like, I've heard people dismiss that mm-hmm. based on it getting up its own ass, but I don't think that would be something that would specifically would bother me. No, no. That, like, that, historically that, is not. That's, that's what I love. Like after, after book four of the dark tower, it, it, it's, it's like an Ouroboros. It turns right back in on itself and then just mm-hmm. like goes to fucking town. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big proponent. Like the stand was the first Stephen King novel that I ever read. Like I read on writing and I thought it was really good. 
Um, mm-hmm. and that, that inspired me to go, you know, to, to dive into it. And me being the person that I am, I picked the longest book he's ever written to mm-hmm. like, to like to get into because I like the premise. I like the, you know, I like the idea yeah. of the, you know, the world ending and everything. Um, and it's really like the Lord of the Rings. It's three books in, in, yeah. in, in one volume. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I probably won't do the audiobook version because it would take me forever with my pod listening schedule. Yes, but maybe I'll pick it up. Like I, I like that premise a lot. I know that it has Nara Lafatap in it, which <laughs> you know is going to do it for me. Like, and I like, uh, I like villain based narratives. Like, I like you know stories where the villain is the most, or you know, up there as far as most compelling characters. Yeah, you know, it's it's what makes Paradise Lost tolerable when you're in high school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> is the is that bit but i just uh i hope i i mean i i hope to get over that that my prejudice uh, as far as that economy of words like i, I very yeah. well could be wrong i haven't read that much yeah so i i think that you know just, just like anything if it gets its hooks in it'll get its hooks in if it doesn't that's cool yeah i'm, um, not, I'm not gonna agonize over it or anything like that yeah. but it definitely ends it you know it it yeah 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 i forgot i started uh picking i picked fallout back up to play the second half and like i forgot how little radiation there is in fallout one yeah i know right like you only really need like radiation drugs at like one specific part for, of the for game. the glow right yeah it's so weird like there's so little other radiation like every once in a while you'll get like a random encounter that's radiation but mm-hmm. um yeah it's pretty strange like they they really like a lot of people complained about it being too easy to avoid radiation in three but radiation is a way bigger deal in fallout three yeah. than it is in one or two like I, I feel like there were so many situations where my geiger counter was just going off in three Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and all sources of water. So like just adding the fact that there's, you know, bodies of water to, to swim across. Yeah. Um, just made that very different. But yeah, one, there's so little radiation for like a nuclear wasteland. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like well after when the vaults were given the clear to open up. Right. You know, so the uh, it makes sense that there there's less of it. And, and I guess like the reason why it's fresher in on the East Coast, I think, in the lore. So like right. uh, Washington got hit. Yeah, but like so much more, right? Yeah, like yeah. like so much more because it was the seat of the yes, exactly because it was the seat of the government. So it makes sense, but it's just kind of surprising for how much radiation, like how much radiation mechanic, you know, related things there are. How little ends up in there. Now that I think about it, like like New Vegas didn't have a lot of radiation. Like most like most of the radiation you got was from enemy attacks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was they talked about that too. Like it just being like this is not there's not tons of radiation here because there's no water either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There are very few few bodies of water. And that would make sense. It's in a desert. Yeah. For you, the listeners of Watch Out for Fireballs, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash watchoutforfireballs. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash watchoutforfireballs for your free audiobook. I am so happy that you like Dark Souls, man. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I pretty much like I did this overnight thing to catch up on homework and I still have some homework to do because I keep going back and more or less today, <laughs> like played a, well today, Saturday night into Sunday played a ridiculous amount of Dark Souls. How many, uh, uh, how, how many hours have you logged? Uh, I think 25. Okay. So, um, I only had it for a couple weeks though. That sounds about right for, for, for where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any um, other than like summoning stuff? Are there benefits or I mean detriments to being over leveled? Uh, no, no, okay. there's there, there, there's no such thing. Um, it's not. It, 
there's a lot of like text about like it's not really important to to level up and you should really be like upgrading your equipment but I have upgraded my equipment I don't really have the materials to continue to do so and I hate wasting soul so I you know have been leveling up when you know when I have the chance yeah yeah that's uh th- th- that that's perfectly fine y- you know there's there, there's no such thing as too much endurance yeah you know so that's just yeah that, that that's a good use of your souls I think I'm more or less doing endurance and vitality in equal parts and then a little strength and a little dex. Yep. Um, yeah. And that, then, yeah. Like, like, like strength and dex, those are important. Like, like if you, if you, if there's a weapon that you can't use, that should be the goal you're shooting for. Yeah. Like a weapon that you can't use, but you want to use. I'm pretty like, I, I know that the game kind of my natural inclination in any of these games, and it's what stopped me from enjoying, um, Boy, what is, what is that game on the uh, PlayStation Vagrant Story? Okay. Um, I you know I never was able to get into that game because it was all about upgrading equipment and having a variety of equipments mm-hmm. for the uh, the task at hand. And now that I think about it, that game, probably has a lot in common with Dark Souls. Um, like a lot of the things that are said about that game are said about this. But uh, my you know my instinct is always I want to get things settled. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to get the thing I'm going to use for a long time. Yeah. And then just concentrate on that. And whenever I play a game that has multiple items, you know, I didn't end up using a lot of the extra items in Bastion and things like that. So uh, I, I know that I need to diversify, but right now I haven't really been doing it. I've just kind of been using that uh, Astora Straight Sword. Yes. It kind of goes back to the, uh, like, like what, what, upgrades do you choose do you choose the one that gets you plus two percent to hit rate or do you choose the one that lets you you know shoot fireballs even though they may be weak ass fireballs at that point and then after you get the fireballs it's like okay do you want your fireballs to be two percent stronger <laughs> and like no, right. no i want the icicles please right right yeah i mean with the with the my basic attack like i more or less have just been looking at the move set and like that sword is quick enough and it has a like a, a straight like a jab is really essential because otherwise you're fighting in corridors and you're, you know, kind of fucked. Um, so I've been, I've been pretty into that. And then, uh, but we'll see how long that lasts. It's going to depend a lot on if I can find some twinkling, uh, Titanite because I haven't been able to upgrade it past plus five. Right. The twinkling, the, 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 the twinkling Titanite shows up a lot more later. Um, I I think that there, that that's one of the more common things that you can trade. Um, Uh, I'll, I'll look up Hawk Girl um, and the okay. way and the way to get back to the asylum. I don't want to spoil any of that, but uh, there is a uh, there's a there's a way to get back to the asylum. And once you get there, there is a bird's nest. And if you leave an item and then either die and come back or reboot, mm-hmm. um, you there, there there's an item left there. So that's okay. one of the one of the more popular ways to get a uh, to get a, a purging stone. Okay. Um, and you can you can get a bunch of like titanite and things like that from from them, right on. But you'll be you'll be drowning in titanite after you ring that second bell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm hoping hoping so, and I'm real close. Like I'm right at the the boss for Blight Town. So yeah. Um, I didn't. I haven't tried tried it yet. I just uh, you know, cleared out that that bottom floor of mm-hmm. it, and then decided to save. But I also think that I'm not going to end up availing myself of very much of the, the multiplayer stuff. Like, I've done a little bit of summoning help for things, but I was looking at Covenants, and kind of, it's spoilery, but I you know, looked up all this stuff for them, because I was like, oh, which of these is worth pursuing, since they're kind of 
kind of hidden. And those seem to be entirely based on on that. As Which a like I, as a pyromancer, you want to be a servant of chaos. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and that has uh, single player benefits yes. as opposed to almost every other covenant, which just modifies the multiplayer. But I'm getting so I mean, and I, I said this before, but I'm getting pretty frustrated with being invaded by people and losing progress. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even at this point like I've gotten the point where I have so many areas where I can farm souls. Like I'm not. It's rare that I have an amount that I'm nervous about losing. Um, you know, usually it's like 5,000 or less, which is like nothing to me now. Um, but it's just losing the time and having to like backtrack that frustrates yeah. me. Like I had a, um, I went human to, to kindle the bonfire in, uh, blight town. I came from the depths mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, because my firelink shrine is out. So I need, I wanted a, a bonfire that I could, you know, use as a base to, to start probing. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, I got down to the bottom floor and I was really, I didn't know it at the time, but I was very close to, you know, the second bonfire and I uh, got invaded by some guy and I'm, I'm rolling around like trying to fight him off and uh, you know, go for a little while. Was it Maneater Mildred? No, it wasn't a story one. Okay. Um, yeah. The story ones always have better names. Yeah. than just like, you know, to... Pot Farmer 69 and, <laughs> and all, like all this stuff. This was, this was, was like uh crystal hunter and the, the Ian hunter was a three. Um, <laughs> but the, the, you know, he, I'm fighting him for a little while and then he like stands back and he messages me and, uh, and I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll look at the message and he's like, <laughs> and, and, and he's like, you know, do you have a, he's like, like, he's like, what wrong with you? You have ADHD question mark. And then I sent him back, you know, a very thoughtful thing. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm just, it's, you know, I, lo- I don't want to lose all my progress. I didn't even realize I was still human. I just, uh, you know, so it's very important that I, I survive this, you know, and, and, and I wasn't like begging or, you know, asking an internet stranger for mercy or anything. I was just like, so that's why I'm trying to win the fight. <laughs> and then uh, we fight a little bit more and then he stands back and he messages me and he says, uh, uh, why, you know, and every, every letter that can be spelled out in internet speak is so every U is a U and every R is an R. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's like, uh, why you move around? I'm trying to repost. And, and I, I send back a thing and I'm just like, you know, I, I told you I'm, I'm trying to survive this fight, you know? And then he just switches to this insane and I can't do any damage to him. Right. Like, and I have, you know, a decent weapon and everything like that, but I'm doing so little damage to him, which makes me think that he, you know, kept himself purposely within my level range and has crazy equipment because yeah. I'm doing like almost nothing to him. So he just pulls out this like ridiculous sword and then just kind of like I'm dealing with fucking like uh, the the bottom floor or near the bottom floor in Blighttown where there's like there are all these struts and walkways mm-hmm. that are poles around around me. So I can't you know, I don't have a large area to maneuver. And if I fall off, there's bugs down there that are that'll make the fight worse. So he ends up backing me into a corner and then just kind of one hits me. And then, uh, so I was like, well, fuck, you know, like what, like, and he didn't, he switched weapons to some kind of insane, huge sword I'd never seen before. And, uh, so he gave up his like repose practice, which we was trying, he was trying to do on me, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like just toying with me and then, uh, sent me a thing and he's like, like, and I, you know, I just like started walking back and he's like, you know, you mad? This game is easy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> And I it was just like, oh, my God, like, yep. I hate internet strangers. <laughs> you know, this is fucking dumb. And it was fine. Like, I got back. It wasn't a big deal. But uh, the uh, it was frustrating. 
And I'm just like, I don't yeah. really need to do that to anybody, nor have I really enjoyed it when it's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Even the ones I've fought off, it's like sometimes it's kind of fun, but the game is hard enough on, on its own. Like it's, you know, designed and considered and, and challenging without that. Yeah. You know, maybe my opinion will change, but I, I I never had that much of a problem with people invading me. Like it, it it was it was annoying when it happened, and I felt really good when I successfully extracted myself from the situation. But it mm-hmm. never it never interfered with me to the extent that it's interfering with you. So I'm not I'm not certain if that's a product of when we when we've played, like when we're playing, because I. I, I was I was in the mix about a month after the game came out. I think it's because I picked it up during that like first sale, so there are a lot of pe- more people playing it. Yeah, you know, than maybe were uh, shortly after that. But um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a real problem. It's been really annoying, and it just makes it this ridiculous trade off where like sometimes I genuinely want help for a mm-hmm. fight, but I just I can't. I know I'm gonna you know. Uh, uh, like I end up doing these insane walk-ups and end up having a significant amount of souls or I just end up doing the walk-ups, even though like that's evened out a lot, which is a weird thing for them to do. Like the walk-outs, walk-ups I was complaining about before, for the most part, like now most of the bosses have a, a bonfire pretty close. Right. Like it's a weird, like the game is so considered that you really notice when something feels less so, mm-hmm. you know, more. And, and like some of those earlier areas where I was getting frustrated with that, like seem really strange now in retrospect you know with the with a lot of like stuff to wade through on your way back to the boss whereas like in Blighttown, where i'm at now you know the boss is really close i'll fight two bugs and and get to that that big mound thing right so that's a, that's at least something that's improved mm-hmm. um the other thing like i was, I was talking to uh, nick about it and like when the game like the game is so good at making its rules and 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 following them like when i i said on facebook like the game is lawful evil <laughs> which is like 100% what it is. Like it wishes you ill will, but it makes like a contract with you. Right. You know, and when it, there are a few like instances I found so far when it breaks those rules and that's really frustrating and, and disheartening. Like when I was, uh, in dark Root and there's that forest with all the sleeping giants, like you can't, every other enemy in the game, you can spot from a distance and, you know, shoot them with an arrow or two and aggro them and draw them out. But the, they're intangible until they wake up. Mm-hmm. Which seems like break, you know, nothing else is like that in the game, and that was I was like, well, that seems you know hardly fair, you know. It's just, it's just so they can be traps. Like I understand why they did it from a gameplay perspective, but it's weird to have this one enemy that is intangible until it's ready to fight you. Yeah, that that bugs me, especially when you get like like there are classes of enemies later. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of one specifically in one of the end game dungeons, which it's weird to call it the end game because it's five things mm-hmm. um actually six maybe seven um but anyway <laughs> they uh they they're kind of like the channelers in the depths a little mm-hmm. bit but they teleport okay and like once they start dancing to do their teleport you can't target them and if you can't target something you can't hurt it yeah so it's like you're yeah. standing right there and you're dancing like an idiot but and i can't i can't, I can't hurt hit you, you. Right. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. It doesn't seem to, you know, the game doesn't need to really resort to that kind of thing, I don't think. You know, I think that it's it's this weird, you know, they w- they want every enemy in every situation to bring something new to the game, and I think that there are just certain times where they kind of cut that corner. Mm. And rather than, you know, come up with something entirely new, they just gave somebody some kind of invincibility. Right. You know, which is not a uh, I don't know. 
So it's a little bit frustrating, but by no means any kind of deal breaker, or any real problem. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm glad that I, I'll never have to go into Blight Town again. Like, yeah. fuck that area. That's, <laughs> it, it wasn't even like I got, you know, I, I found the good shield for the, the snipers and I have enough moss and everything. It wasn't even that. It just navigating it is so frustrating. And well, te- like, like technically it's, it's kind of a son of a bitch. Yeah. Because like, at least on the Xbox 360, that is the worst area for frame rate. Yeah. And by far, it's not the area that has the most going on. It's also something where you're constantly trying to look down because you're you're it's all vertical for the first part and you that oftentimes positions your camera in another platform. Yeah. Or scenery interferes with it. It's like one of the few times in the game is the same thing that frustrated me with the Capra Demon where like the camera ends up being the enemy. And that should it seems like that should never happen in this game. That's you know? true. Um it's just everything else is so considered like it just like I said it just it highlights those those missteps. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking forward to never doing that again. I took a break. I got up to Sif and I fought him a couple times and I have a strategy, but I'm, I'm, I'm using my, my bow and arrow and it's doing so little damage. I want to come back with, with better equipment, thing I'll, you know, better stats. The thing I'll say about Sif is that he is not intended to be fought until you're about ready to go into new Lordran. Right on. I think, I mean, I really, I've got the pattern for him. So if I, I've, I've held my own against him for the most part, like several times. It just, uh, what ends up, I'm, I'm using, using my bow a lot. I'm just doing, you know, 23 damage, which is not enough to, I may, will make that fight go on way too yeah. long. So I want to do a little bit more damage, but I'm, I'm probably going to take him on next time I get like an upgrade to that. Cause it, uh, you know, it'll be satisfying to kill him. He's a cool looking boss. Yeah. So, um, again, no, no, no spoilers, but, uh, it would be cool if you did the uh, the Artorias of the Abyss stuff before you fought him. Okay. Because that does that when does that open up? Does that open up after Blight Town or is that that opens up after um, after the after you ring the bells? There are two dungeons that you go through, and there's a significant plot item that you get that opens up the uh, the end game uh, stuff. Okay. Um, where you yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after you, after you get access to a place called the Duke's Archives, okay. um, like that, that, that's a place to look for. Um, you want to go there, and very shortly inside of that, there is a crystal golem that you can kill that will give you the item. Um, have you fought the Hydra yet? Yeah, I fought the one in uh, Darkroot. Yes, but you so. haven't fought the. You, you haven't gotten a chance to go to Ash Lake yet. Yeah, go there. Like it's okay. like there's there, there's not a lot there. Uh, okay. the, the the Great Hollow is, is is a really cool area because it has like a lot of uh, um, it has a lot of items to get and okay. uh, yeah it has a lot of Titanite. But Ash yeah. Lake is like really really cool as far as like visually and uh, yeah yeah I I'm uh, I was gonna gonna check that out I found the entrance to it but I just you know my OCD wanted me to clear Blight Town before starting a new area right if I could and I hadn't even fought the the boss mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I can I can can uh, uh, wait on Sif. I also I found the entrance to the catacombs, but I haven't fucked with it at all yet. Um, so yeah, that that that's kind of like new uh, new Lordran, which is which is funny because or new Londo rather uh, because those are two areas that people are likely to go at the start of the game, mm-hmm. and they will be yeah. roundly rebuked <laughs> if they attempt yeah. it. 
Well, they put those skeletons in front of uh, the catacombs, yeah, which, which is like are, the, are pretty tough. Which so. is the possibly the most effective and loud and clear way to say, "Not this way, friends." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we will we will see. I'm, I mean, I, that was kind of next on my on my my log, just because it's the next area I haven't checked out mm-hmm. that on the the uh, the hollows. Um, I had a, I feel like it was a nice uh, today. So like. More or less, I did Blight Town and wrapped up some miscellaneary and then did all of the depths. And uh, I had a real nice feeling about how I handled the depths. So that was, that mm-hmm. was good. Like, I felt like I, you know, purported myself well yeah. in them. Did, uh, did you end up getting cursed at all? Mm-mm. Oh, cool. No. Cool. Yep. I, I, you know, saw some spoilers kind of stuff. But I thought those things are, I'm going to, you know, at some point, like, it seems like those things would be good to farm because they're not, if you just know to back up. Yeah. You know, they're not hard to kill, you know, at all. And uh, they're pretty easy to, to draw them out one at a time. Um, um, fun fun fact about those areas. If you're playing online, um, <laughs> any area where there's a basilisk, um, mm-hmm. you'll find statues of people there. Um, yeah. th- those are other players who got cursed in that area. I had a, I had a thought about that, but I, I was wondering if that was true. Because yep. um, they were different every time I went down there, um, yep. which is really cool. Yeah, it's... Uh, Again, little touches like that. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the interaction, like, I don't like invading or being invaded so far, but the the orange message kind of system is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, you try to avoid spoilers, but it's interesting that there's this kind of spoiler system built into the game. Yeah. Which is, uh, but they, you know, they limit your vocabulary and thus make it reasonable, you know, mm-hmm. and puzzling out what those mean is really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when I got down to, you know, I was in Blight Town, I did the whole walk down thing, and I was frustrated before this is before that the player killer got me um there's a fog wall you go through and i was like well shit you know i went through all of this i don't know if this is a hard boss like i don't you know maybe i should look up online to see what i could expect just so i'm less likely to get you know one-shotted by something i'm totally not expecting Mm -hmm. and uh it didn't lead to the boss it just left down to the bottom and then in front of it there's an orange you know soapstone thing it said try bravery and like I was just like, oh, and at some point I figured out, I'm like, oh, this guy is thinking the same thing I thought of. And he's, you know, this is telling me that there's nothing there. Right. You know, and it was just like, it was a really satisfying, satisfying moment. Um, I didn't realize for a long time that like the, the effect of rating those, I don't write enough of them, which would be advantageous to do more of given yeah. that like you get a concrete benefit. But I've been trying to rate the ones that are, I'm, I'm making a point of downrating the trick ones when I find them because yeah. that stuff don't do that this game is hard enough <laughs> have some compassion yeah. you know yeah I'll, I'll admit to having done at least one of those that uh remains there anyway yeah for me is it an area i've been to so far no no it, it was actually in the uh in the, in the dlc um right on yeah there's there there's there's an elevator shaft um that eventually turns out to be a shortcut but uh oh man it's uh they shouldn't have put try jumping into the vocabulary yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what a lot of them that I'm seeing are. But yeah. I can just look down and like, no, I shouldn't do that. Yeah, there's there's you know? an item that you can get. Like sometimes jumping works, uh, but yeah, uh, there's like you can get like I think it's called the prism stone or something like that, which like you toss out and if it and you know it makes a sound based on how far the drop is. Like if it's a lethal fall, it makes a different sound than if it's a non-lethal fall. And if there's a hidden platform, you know, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade style. Um, then it, it, it's it just hovers there so mm. yeah i i have so far tried jumping only when i'm really close to a, a bonfire yeah 
and uh, and have little to lose. So yeah, I, I talked about this on Facebook, but one of my favorite things about that game is the way that uh, they're not afraid for like all the the enemy designs are crazy unique. <laughs> yeah, like there's nothing you know. It's like a lot of it's like stuff I'd never seen before, and they uh, they're not afraid to look stupid, mm-hmm. which makes them really creepy. Yeah, like uh, the basilisk look, basilisk look really creepy. Because of this, like, ridiculous, you know, big bug eyes. Or, like, I'm thinking about the poisonous, like, kind of manta frog things in uh, the forest. Oh, and darker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, those things, like, you know, they're just so, like, they're bright pink. Like, they look like <laughs> a, a trapper keeper, you know. Um, but they're, they're, like, because of that, they're so unnerving. And so, like, uh, you know, just seem out of place in a way that's just subtly off. Mm-hmm. That I really like the uh, the the big cats in uh, in in the forest look really mm-hmm. ridiculous if you if if they stand still enough if they stand still long enough for you to get a look yeah 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 and even uh, even the zombies they they look like hot dog people yeah <laughs> yeah a little bit the uh, uh, you know even and and for the most part the demons look you know more or less just like heavy metal you know like yeah. mastodon covers but. <laughs> The uh, everything else has a kind of unique look to it. Yeah, um, I fucked up that cat thing. I can't join the the forest covenant thing now. Have you gone back like, and tried? Yeah, yeah. She won't. Mm. Uh, she keeps calling me a, a pernicious Kate caitiff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a little bit frustrating because I, I looked um, on like what I my my spoiler policy has been like once I'm I feel like I'm done with an area I yeah. will look up stuff just to see like i'm probably not going to go back and explore things without some kind of hint that there's something there you know um if i didn't catch it the first time i'm not gonna just go through and find tooth fine tooth comb every area i've been to mm-hmm. so after i i you know because i'm more or less done all of the dark root stuff other than than sif mm-hmm. i went back and kind of learned what i what i needed to do different there and try to talk to her again um is that something where you can go to uh oscar and uh get your sins absolved I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if uh, if when you refuse the first offer, if that's something that you can do. Yeah. So, I never refuse the offer. Well, so she doesn't know. offer. She says, um, you know, you shouldn't, like, people shouldn't be going in here. Don't you agree? Or something like that. Like, you, you should just, you know, ignore the tomb. It's a, it's a legend. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to give up your search? Oh, yeah. And I thought it was like a, a trick, you know. I was like, no, I don't want to give up my search. Like test me whatever the uh the thing is but it wasn't she didn't ask me to you know do you want to join this forest hunting guild yeah you know so it's just kind of unclear what it was you know what it was and a lot of those questions are tricky like there are a lot of weird double negatives and stuff like that yeah the pyromancer uh mancy trainer that you rescue from the depths gives you like a you know would you agree that these magics are not evil or something like that and then yeah, yes yeah. no and it's like what 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 uh <laughs> You know, paralyzed. I want. I want to say. I want to say you are good. <laughs> you seem like an okay guy, Laurentius. Yeah, pyromancy, good. That, that's what I want to say. <laughs> that's that's what I am. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't. Uh, you know, don't try to confuse me with your your mumbo jumbo. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I can't wait for you to. Uh, you're so close to my favorite level in the game. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. I'm I, yeah I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's been taking up a lot of my my time. So Sen's Fortress, uh, yeah, Sen's Fortress, dog, f- fucking for real, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely like it was a good. Uh, it was a really nice palate cleanser from from Blighttown because it was really hard and I died a lot, but uh, it was 
you know, felt better and it was yeah. more fun to figure out. And I was, I was gleeful, like giggling at the mimic thing, even though yeah. it was a huge pain in the ass and I lost tons of souls Yeah, <laughs> and it totally got me. I was so happy that it happened. But you get, you get a fucking amazing weapon from that. Yeah. Mimic, yeah. I've, I've been using that, which yeah. like, I, I'm trying to, like, I had this idea of just like what, you know, I wanted to stick with this, uh, straight sword, the Astora straight sword, but I'm pretty into this lightning sphere. So I'm getting more into like kind of switching out my build depending or switching out my weapon depending yeah. Which I know is how you're supposed to do it, but I, I'd been resisting that for a long time. Yeah, the, the 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 lightning sword was, or the lightning spear rather, was what got me to switch away from the Drake sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so good, and very few, very few enemies until the end game have resistance to lightning. The uh, the big thing with that, like I was, I stopped using the Drake sword except for uh, boss fights because um, since it can't, it doesn't have like a thrust. Yeah. So like I I need like a straight shot for corridors so that's why I'd switch yeah. to the other sword and I finally found uh, some twinkling titanite so I upgraded it and it was doing almost you know as much damage as the Drake sword nice but uh, yeah you know. um, corridors are much rarer later and you uh, you would benefit um, like my main weapon on my on my guy now that I'm preparing for a new game plus on is the uh, is the Black Knight sword mm. um, and that is that like that has the uh, the great sword move set so right on. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't done very much with great swords, but I uh, and I'll have to start pumping up some strength if I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, they're they're not as prohibitive as halberds or uh, or, or hammers. great hammers. Yeah, yeah. Because hmm. some of those hammers look really cool. Like I watched some videos of just like I you know I've been pretty fairly careful about spoilers in this game. Like what I've been doing, like my policy has been kind of like uh, once I get through an area and I don't think I'm going to go back and like dig around for everything. Mm-hmm. That I've looked at stuff just to see if there's anything I'm missing or anything interesting, you know, yeah, uh, that's worth going to. And then uh, I watched a video of like unusual weapons uh-huh. because I, I was like, oh, you know, I'm never gonna puzzle out all of like the you know ascending these weapons and like what combinations of upgrades they need to get the specific yeah, so like you know, the, boss like, weapon like and stuff the like chaos that. whip and shit like that. Yeah, like I, I like exactly like I was like I'm never gonna figure this out on my own. You know, I, I have no interest in that. So. Yeah, and I was watching like uh, videos on weapons, and some of them are fucking really neat. Like the big hammers look like really, really fun, but yeah. I just don't think I'll ever get the strength for them. You pretty much have to spec exclusively for that. Yeah, yeah. Which might be if I end up playing again, that might be fun. But I also feel like I I've done so little magic in this playthrough. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder how the game plays as like a pure like more or less pure mage. Like have you have you tried that? Um, I mean, that's basically what I roll now. I mean, my intelligence is at like forty five, so I can use the I can use the uh, the most um, intense like sorceries. The only problem yeah. is until until like new game pluses, um, you don't get enough castings of any individual um, of any individual spell to like make it really useful. Mm. But um, if if you're interested in that, like the spell you want to look for is the homing soul mass or the homing crystal soul mass. Okay. Um, but you can benefit a lot from just like pure like pyromancy. I, I put tons of points into pyromancy. My like pyromancy is great. Yeah. So like I've been using that a lot too. But I I, mo- I dispatch almost everything with just you know with melee. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, just like like I've never I've never rolled like pure glass cannon like I'm a squishy mage kind of TV tropes thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I could see it as maybe like a viable option. But I've never I've never been incredibly good at dodging. Um, yeah, like like blocking has always been the way that I the way that I worked, um, and any enemy whose attacks would devastate me enough on a block would like I I could I could see them attacking like from a mile away. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, just I was just thinking of like different ways. The other thing that I haven't found a way to do is to make um, like I end up using my bow a lot, but I it's very hard for me. It seems very expensive to make it do decent damage. Yeah, because arrows other than, like above span standard are so expensive. So like I've I've got the I got the black bow from the Darkwater Basin, mm-hmm. and it's like a good bow, and I put you know pumped some like improved it a little bit, but I still mostly end up using it for like the odd person who. You know who I can cheese, or just to like draw aggro. Yeah, drawing aggro—that's that's really valuable, um, especially since like you can't really aim your spells, and if you are in lock-on distance from an enemy, you you know they can see you and attack you. Right. You know. So. Huh. Oh man, I am so excited for you. So you so you literally quit right after the uh, right after the um, the iron goal. Um, I went like I. They took me to to Anderlando, and then I. Oh God! Uh, Demon like Demon took me back, so I could. I wanted to go to a bonfire. I wasn't ready to get cut off from like the rest of the world because okay. I got you know forty thousand souls or something from the Iron Gold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plans for that money. Anderlando, dude, like that. Like that's one of the bigger spoilers. Like saying what happens after you beat Sen's Fortress. Like mm. like to to go from the squalor of like the rest of yeah you know, of, of, yeah, well, of Lordran you... to that. Yeah, you see, you see, you see, at a certain point, you start thinking, like, where do people, like, where did people live in this world? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, like, what is going on? Like, who yeah. who built Blight Town? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, who thought that was an idea? It's like the fucking uh, Kowloon Walled City. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. No, an, like, Anne Orlando, like, visually, like, just, just fucking wow. Yeah, it, it looks really neat just based on, like, the tiny little bit I saw. I ran down the stairs thinking that, like... I didn't realize that little demon thing was still behind me, so I thought I was cut off. Mm-hmm. So I thought there'd be a bonfire kind of right away, and I ran down and saw like a giant dude with an axe. And I was like, "Whoa!" And yep. then just turned back around. And yeah, um, like I'll the, deal with you later, buddy. The way the way that that shakes out, there's the, the, there's a bonfire. So you run through a small room with those with those axe golems or mm-hmm. whatever they are, um, and there's like a central area that's shaped like a T or a cross, and the bonfire is like on the left, and there's a there's like a fire keeper there too. Oh, cool. So so yeah. yeah. That that will be handy. How far away am I from being able to revive my like avenge my firekeeper? Um, the uh, 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 firelink. Um, if you yeah. picked up the uh, the item that was left over there, like, yeah, I, I forget what I forget what what it's item a black it was. eye orb. Yeah, the black eye orb. Um, it is um, since you're in in Orlando, it is the, uh, the 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 great hall right before you fight uh, the main boss of that okay. area. Um, so it's, it's difficult. I, like I would wiki it and like, and like figure it out because, um, like once you, once you leave Anne Orlando, it's important to have that because, uh, with, with, with new, with new Londo and, uh, and the catacombs, like right by Firelink, it's really, really important to have, uh, to have your fire there. Well, that's what I was actually, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cause like before I kind of ended up kind of looking around a little bit to check out the order and ended up doing Sun's Fortress. Like I was planning on going to the catacombs after this just because of right. geographical proximity. I thought it would be the next area, but yeah. Um, and then, you know, everyone said that's a pretty late game area. So yeah. Like, like they're like, like Anne Orlando, the, the, the demon ruins, um, the catacombs and, uh, uh, God, the Duke's archives, are all the are all the uh, like the precursor areas for the end game stuff, right on. And and so you like you go to the Meech in order, and all of those lead to their own particular dungeons after them, without spoiling anything. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean that's fine. Like there, there, are, there's a there are degrees of spoilers. Like yeah. those little bits that I'm not begrudging myself. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I, Iron Golem I thought was a little like a tad too easy. Like if you if you summon that NPC to yeah. help you, I mean it's it's the is it it's the first boss I beat on the first try. Yeah, in the, in the game, so I beat uh, Quilana on the first try, um, and I also oh, beat the, yeah. I beat yeah. the uh, beat the Moonlight Butterfly on the first try. But that's really really easy if you're a caster. If you yeah, if you're a caster or if you know about the summon, yeah, and you're gonna get that. But I didn't know about the summon, so it took me a couple. Couple that, tries at shitty magic resistance. That's Beatrice, right? The, the yeah. person you summon there. She comes back later too. I didn't summon her in the first place. Okay. So I ended up soloing it because I didn't know about it, but I just like read about it later when I was reading up on it. Yeah. Um, well, like she, like she is caster firepower too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I very nearly beat uh, Qleg or Quelog or, or what have you. Yeah, is that Kukulog, who you said the other person yeah. to beat Kuk- on the first Kuk- try? Quilana is her sister. That's the. Uh, oh, okay. So you end up fighting Quilana. Uh, no, no, I just I just got them mistaken because oh, they all begin right. with Q. Yeah. <laughs> um, I very nearly beat Quaylog on the first try, but she got me back into a corner and got me stuck in lava. Yeah, but that's not too bad of a boss fight either. No, so yeah, the boss fights end up now like being less like. Is there more of that kind of death trap style shit? Like from Sun's Fortress. Mm, Sun's Fortress is 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 like the highest concentration of that. Right and, and that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that's a big thing that you like in, in Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Like, I kind of assumed you would be into that as I was going through it. I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, um, It, like, the, 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 the later dungeons, like, Anorlando doesn't have, doesn't have nearly that measure of it. Um, the, 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 the later dungeons all have their own um, kind of, like, movement gimmicks around them. Like and mm-hmm. I, I hesitate to say that because it'll probably give you flashbacks to uh, to Blight Town. Like you, yeah. you, you will probably find them to be varying levels of tolerable, um, but they but they do um, complicate things in ways that uh, are a little bit more pervasive uh, than, uh, than than Sense Fortress. But I don't think that anything rises to the level of like um, trial and error, and I mean that in the best possible way. Like you know, realizing that the bulk of sense fortress, you do it from one bonfire to another. And when you pull it off, you pull it off in one perfect streak. Yeah. Um, like that sense of accomplishment, I don't think happens again. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ended up liking the area a lot. Like I, the, uh, you know, the mimic, I was like, okay, that's fine. And then the one time I got, uh, like the one frustrating, bit that I feel like I don't know at what point I would have got figured out on my own and ended up having like online help is that real like the the last super narrow not walkway with the scythes yeah and with the way that your camera looks that second set looks like you can make them in one run right so so I tried that but obviously you can't and then when I and I was I was like fuck you know like what am I supposed to do there and then when I went back some uh some you know saint had, had put down a, an orange marker at the safe spot in the middle yeah so I was like, okay, that's where I need to stop. Mm-hmm. If that guy could stop and write it, then I can stop in there in between. Right. But that was like the only part I felt like a little bit. I mean, it was fine. Like I probably would have figured it out. But yeah, and, was, and, and there were like I liked I liked how there were three or four of those, each of increasing difficulty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, really tough. Like, you know, those were uh, those were definitely tricky. And, um, and I still and I haven't beaten all the tight night demons down in the basement. Yeah, mm, so I don't know if yeah. there's anything. If I fight the two that you have to fight together, I don't know if anything happens, but that's a little bit beyond my skill right now to fight two at once. Titanite demons, they are, like, they're pinatas full of item upgrade materials. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, you've, like I think even more so than the, uh, than, the crystal, than the crystal geckos that you find. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I am so happy that you like the game. 
that's yeah, uh, I, I really like it. I'm yeah. I'm very invested, and it's the kind of thing where like I'll I'll stop playing for a little while, and then something will remind me of it, or I'll like hit the you know the essay thread will pop up in my my you know on my screen or something like that, and I'll be like oh, I should go back and check out what's next, or I should try this thing. Like I'll think of yeah. new things to try after I quit playing if I'm up against the wall. But I feel like it's been fairly smooth. Like I haven't had like a wall experience for a while in mm-hmm. it. You know, I had a, like a brief like I don't know where to go next feeling for 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 a short time which yeah. is fine like i wasn't frustrated with that but I, I feel i've been feeling pretty confident about you know clearing an area or two per like day or like mm-hmm. per like session you know like i bet you i will, I will be done with it before uh, my winter break awesome which is good i was kind of planning on having it as my winter break game but i feel like i'm making good progress through it i'm probably at like what like the is this like the halfway point mm. maybe like 40 percent yeah, forty percent I think would be the would would be the way to go. Uh, once once you beat Anne Orlando, you are at about like seventy five percent, maybe seventy, almost two thirds possibly. That's okay. it's, it's weird. It's weird to segment it. Yeah, like so Anne Orlando is big. Yeah, Anne Orlando is relatively big, even though it's all one kind of huge area. Um, especially if you do the uh, the painting as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that like that like that's that that's a neat little side diversion. Um, where that, that, that'll give you some pretty good weapons and it's a nice kind of, kind of like Ash Lake where it's, where it's optional. Um, but it's more for like the experience of having been there. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's recognize that. To go back to Ash Lake too and get my revenge on that thing. <laughs> on the Hydra. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just, just recognize that with, uh, with the painted world, um, like once you get in, there's no way to get out, to get out except for the very end. Okay. It's, it's one way. So right on. So yeah, you have to make it through. But you don't have to fight the boss in your first time. Okay, and yeah. you can go back to it later. Yes. So like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And throughout the course of doing it, you open up a shortcut that makes it so you have so you can skip some of the bullshit to uh, to get right to her. So right on. Yeah. Very cool. As I said at the beginning of the episode, this is the point where you should stop listening if you have not played The Walking Dead. We are super serious about this. Uh, As serious as we were when we issued spoiler warnings for Breaking Bad. So if you haven't beaten the game, then you are proceeding at your own risk and we take no responsibility for uh, your poor choices. Good day. It's been a a great weekend for games because it was also, you know, Walking Dead. Oh uh, shit! You're right. Yeah, yeah. I've had wow. a, I've had a great video game weekend. Yeah, for real. Um, you know, because that was as much as it's not, uh, you know, like as a, as a standalone thing. This like episode was not, you know, there was kind of less going on. Mm-hmm. I thought, but it's it's so it was very you know very satisfyingly wrapped up. Yes, the story and stuff. So yeah it's uh oh man just everything about that and and like i can understand why it feels like a like a lesser effort because like because of the way that things branch and because of how many ways that this chapter could shake out based on what you've done in previous chapters you know Mm -hmm. like just look at that chart at the end of episode four which is like you know here's who could have you know gone with you into this and like oh they had to spend the same amount of calories or maybe even more to make all of these different possibilities, but I'm only going to see one of them. Right. Right. And like, well, part of me thinks that like, you know, kind of tough shit, you know, like you could have done, like there are things that like would have been easier improvements to that. Mm-hmm. Like I was really disappointed. Like, I don't know if you, I can't remember if you were, you were bros with Kenny, 
but he goes out in a pretty and in, in my game and you ha- I guess he came out went out in a satisfying way for you. Uh, for me, he went out in a pretty dumb way, and uh, you know that was a little less than satisfying for a character who is like more or less the you know the third most important character in the game. Right. For the way I was playing it. Me too. Um, yeah. Like I wasn't like satisfied with the way that he went. It didn't sell it that well. It was just kind of like so you're going to choose to die here. So 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 right. I, I don't I don't know. Like, is it okay to spoil like the way things happen in my path? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to play play through it again until like the second series comes out and that's if i do it at all like I, I said before it'll be really hard to make different decisions yeah in this game like harder than you know in a Baldur's gate or you know fallout yeah well, well i mean just like you you're you're so going with your gut in this because of the yeah. time crunch and just because of like how profound the stuff is but but like um i don't know if you had a scene where they were jumping from a balcony to a roof mm-hmm. like a little fire escape kind of thing ben, yeah. ben was the last one to go and the the, the balcony came loose and he fell Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like laying in, he's laying in the bottom of an, of an alley, like impaled, like, like, like cable guy impaled through the, through, huh. through, like through, like through his gut, you know? And he's saying, done. Kenny, go, please go, Kenny, you know, something like that. And, uh, and Kenny, because of something or other, and, and I understand why he, he decides to stay there and make a stand and he has a gun with one bullet. And a shot is fired and, you know, it's just like nothing is seen. So I assumed he was going to come back. You don't see anything happened, you know, happen. But huh. the, the, the takeaway is that Kenny was there. He shot Ben in order to make sure he didn't turn. And then he was killed himself. He couldn't have shot him from like the second balcony or he, what have you. Yeah, he couldn't have just plugged him after because like it wasn't it wasn't apparent that he was impaled before he went down there. Oh, you know? gotcha. Yeah, so so he could have just plugged him and left with left with Lee, but he didn't. Yeah. And the way that they try to sell that is, you know, there, there's this big explosive, you know, kind of cathartic scene between them where Kenny's, you know, being a sulky shit like he tends to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and he's, you know, he's just ripping into Ben, you know, obviously because Ben killed his family and, and, yes. and, and Ben <laughs> kind of, kind of goes in and says, you know what, at least, you know, what happened to your family. I've got a sister and a mom and a dad out there. I don't know if they're alive. I don't know if they're dead. I don't know if they're worse. So just shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So and it's kind of like, oh, and then later on I, I told Kenny, you know, he wanted to die. Like he wanted me to let him go. And, you know, Kenny was like, oh, okay. So I think that, like, trying to, like, oh, the common ground between these two people and forgiveness and sacrifice and all that. But it just right. wasn't sold as well as it could have been for me. Yeah, right. Well, it just, and it just, uh, the, uh, it just doesn't, he would, he could have done, you know, it sounds like he could have done both. What's interesting when you say that is the, uh, that balcony, right as the last person jumps in my game, it shows it crack. Like it shows yeah. the bolts come loose, mm-hmm. but nobody, it didn't fall and it just shows it kind of that it was weak structurally. Yeah. Without it actually having, I was like, "That's not going to come back. I'm not coming back here." Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. Um, and then I, you know, looked online a little bit and saw that he falls, but yeah. I didn't know exactly, you know, how it played out. What happens to Krista that Ben has, or that uh, that Kenny has to save her? You're uh, you're on a rooftop, and uh, Kenny comes up behind you and slaps you on the shoulder. Which you know, like you cut off your arm, like that probably wasn't the best thing, yeah. to do anyway. So it's pretty dumb, like. I ended up liking Kenny a lot, but it was one of the uh, the dumber decisions he made. And uh, you drop the read the walkie-talkie down in in a uh, like through a skylight hmm. into a, a building, and you can't see what's down there. 
and uh, you start doing like the decision thing to um, you know decide who's going to go down there, and the game gives you the prompt, and then Krista cuts you off and just says there's no need and jumps down, huh. which I guess is one of the things. Whenever eventually we do like our full like full on you know extra sode about this game, mm-hmm. like the you know the best use of false gameplay that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, like I love it. Like the the uh, the number of times where like it gave you a quick time event you couldn't win, but it wants you to be struggling for it anyway. Yeah. Like so good. I love every, every time that happened. So this was exactly that where it's like, he gave you dialogue options. Like I'll go jump down or like, man, Kenny, you drop the rocky talkie, you do it, you know? And she just cuts you off and goes down there, which was fucking dumb because yeah. you know, there's all this stuff on the roof. Like you could have come up with an exit strategy. Uh, so she jumps down there to get the walkie talkie and throws it up, but she can't jump out. Um, and you, you find a, a bar or like a pipe for her to grab onto and it gives you a false quick time event. Like you press Q, you know, as fast as you can, but it doesn't, you know, no matter how fast you do it, it doesn't work. And, uh, she, you know, zombies start appearing down there and then Kenny goes down there to boost her up. Okay. And then he does like, kind of like a, you know, come give me you bastards, but he, you can't see him. You can only see the hole in the skylight right. and you, you hear a couple of shots and then, you know, out and, and some commotion, but no conclusion. Yeah. It. And, and, I mean, and it breaks the rule, you know, where if you don't see the body, you, 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 right. you assume that they're still alive. You, right, you know? right. And so I was expecting him to factor in a little bit later. And maybe in one of the endings he does, even though that would defy kind of the, 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 the realism and the once they're gone, they're gone. That is present in the entire rest right. of the in the entire rest of the season. Right. All right. Yeah. It, was just, it was just frustrating because it was needless that it was the characters acting stupid. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't doesn't happen that that often it, in that series. So, to, like, like like to me, it just kind of seemed like, well, we can really only end this with Lee and um and uh, Clem. So, right, right. So, so and Kenny figure- would go with no matter what. You know, right. If you've been playing him to where he's going to be there, there's no way he would end up like letting you go by yourself. Right. You know, so they they needed to to get rid of him in like a narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, sense like like, like the only, the only thing that made sense for that was the uh, what am I thinking of here? The way that you got separated from Omid and Krista, right? Right. It was just kind yeah. of like, okay, the bridge is gone. You guys need to get to the train, which is which is what I told them. You know, we'll we'll meet you there, yeah. and then when I when I found Clem and all that kind of stuff, I was like, okay, get to the train. <laughs> One of the, the coolest bits, and I, I hope that you did the same thing, and it's that false gameplay uh, thing, is I don't know how your encounter with the uh, the guy with the, the uh, station wagon went, but there's a part where, like, my series of events led to me choking him. Yes. And the prompt disappears at a point, but mm-hmm. I was at that point so invested that I'm just hammering on Q. Yeah. And you can kill him that way. But when I was looking at the SA thread, if you stop after the prompt goes away, he gets the upper hand. Oh, shit. So, like, if you're so invested in the game that you are continuing to mechanically enter this command after the game stops asking you, mm-hmm. you're rewarded for it. Yeah. Like, that is such a neat interaction of, like, story and mechanics. Yeah. Like, for this game has so many, like, it ha- because it does that kind of stuff, like, it has more mechanic complexity than a lot of adventure games do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that I, I really appreciated that stuff. You know, but I, I just thought that, you know, I didn't even realize that I had done it until I went online and read that, that you know, everyone was talking about, uh, you know, him like holding a gun on you and Clem coming up and saving you again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, that didn't even remotely happen to me. No. You know, um, like I just I choked him because I was so, you know, 
like it became it became evident that this person you know needs to be <laughs> needs to be stopped yeah so and 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 like the like the the, the sequence of the way that shakes out is it, it's 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 kind of like cool because you know i was never fully convinced when i was with him that like i should have killed him yes he was a monster and all this stuff uh, you know et cetera, et cetera et cetera right um and i don't think choking him kills him but it puts him out mm. um but uh you only find out after the fact that he is completely bug nuts if what was happening before wasn't right. enough evidence when you see what was in the bowling bag right right you know right. it's like oh okay i was right <laughs> right you know the uh, keeping ahead uh thing and this is only like i won't yeah, I will not give you enough information for this to constitute a spoiler, but keeping a, a head alive of something ends up being one of the coolest parts of the comic. Um, like there's, there's a really nice little touch. With that. I, I hope that um, I am going to find that out because I asked for uh, the first compendium and new X-Men for Christmas. Excellent. So. I think that the, the scene I'm talking about will probably end up in the second compendium. Oh. It's well, a little later in the series, but it's it's a it's a scene I really really liked. I also asked for Amazon gift cards, so I'll probably get the second compendium if I like the first. Yeah, yep, <laughs> really recommended. Awesome, um, but yeah, and I also I really you know it like I had a brief twinge of thinking that you know uh, Station Wagon Man him coming back being a little bit too you know not kind of not liking it. Like for for a brief moment, I was wondering whether it was something from like Lee's past, you know, from before. Yeah. Like maybe somebody involved with, with uh, you know, the, his wife's lover mm-hmm. or something like that for just like a moment. And then I ended up like ended up really coming to like that decision. Me too. Of it being just like, a you know, somebody who's in the same situation you are that, you you know, you ended up fucking over. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the dialogue during that scene was a little clunky, but some of it was really great. Like there's a, a part where he talks about um, me, you know, stealing the, the sweatshirt for, for Clem. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, and I answered like we were cold and hungry and he like he the actor cuts you off again, like, like gameplay mechanic, like as soon as you press it but before you can deliver the line and says, uh, you know, my family was cold and hungry or like my son was cold and hungry. Like it's really good. Yeah. Like that is, it is I don't know. It's excellent. Yeah. It's, it's just, just it's it's so thematically appropriate that, you know, this that this just happens to be a seed that you sowed a long time ago that comes back right. and just completely fucks you. But that the right. fi- you know, the the, the entire series has been about making you feel bad about choices that you made that you felt were out of necessity right and like the final boss is you being face down with all of those things i just i still i know that it's optional to take the stuff out of the car like i wonder how that scene would play out like i saw some some people being kind of butt sore about that on the sa thread um and i'm just i can't imagine it carrying very much weight in that situation i wonder how that's handled like out of everything I would want to see, you know, how it went differently, that would be it. Me too. I remember like in the previously uh section, yeah. they uh um it's like, hey, there are batteries in here. Like, okay, cool. Like that 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 was a nice little faint talking about like, oh, that's how the walkie talkie was powered or something like that. Maybe like if you say no, it just says, Well, let's take these batteries and you know, go on. At least we're not taking the food. You know, will they will they miss one nine volt battery? Who knows? And then you and then it, well, the, the whole end of it ended up being about that nine volt yeah, battery. Exactly. That would be pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, we, you know, I need to power a distortion pedal. Like, <laughs> like, there's nothing that nine volt batteries are used for. You know, we we were holed up in an old hotel and yeah, you know. I bought a carbon monoxide detector, but it <laughs> didn't work. I couldn't my test wife, it. My wife and family suffocated. Yeah. <laughs> it's the silent killer. 
Yeah, I just you know I know you know I, I so I, I should YouTube that. I'm I am pretty curious as to what yeah. how that played out. I was thinking about when I was thinking about Dark Souls and stuff, and like I think about Walking Dead and Dark Souls and Binding of Isaac, and like being you know probably my three you know favorite games that I've been exposed to this year, and like all three of them made me appreciate something new about video games. Mm-hmm. Or, like, made me, like, approach them in a way I hadn't before. Like, it's been a good year for video games for me. Yeah. Like, the best in, in recent memory. Um, so, it's just, it's, it's excellent. You know? Yeah. Feels good. Good times. Feels good, man. Good times. <laughs> Agreed.